0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Shannon Mace about her wishes collection wedding on the caravan stage at Animal Kingdom. This is the first time this venue has been used for a Disney wedding, so I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose this location, how she planned everything, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Shannon. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided you wanted to have a Disney wedding.
1: Well, for me, it was really easy. It was something that I always wanted. When we first started going to Disney, when I was seven, I remember riding the monorail from, I think it was like the Ticket and Transportation Center to Magic Kingdom. And I remember a wedding was taking place while we were on it, and I lost my mind. (laughs) And I told my mother that 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 was going to happen one day and I was going to get married there. So since I was seven, I've always said, you know, this is what's going to happen. Everybody always thought I was crazy. And they always laughed at me when I said that I was going to make it happen. And then I was lucky enough to find someone who was willing to do it. Um, I knew that I did want to get married in Disney, but I also at the same time knew that the whole Cinderella thing wasn't necessarily for me. And I always felt some kind of, connection I guess with Animal Kingdom because I liked the whole aesthetic of it and so that's how I landed on wanting to get married in Animal Kingdom.
0: And how did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be?
1: They all thought it was really cool like as I said you know I've, I've been saying I was going to do this for years and years and years so like my mom knew that it was going to happen. Everybody else all you know thought like oh you know once it actually happens it probably won't happen there but the closer and closer it got and then once I got engaged everything started to get real and everyone was like wow you're really doing it and I was like absolutely I am and then when I told them that I was getting married in Animal Kingdom rather than you know the wedding pavilion or in like Epcot because there's a bunch of locations there they all thought that was the coolest thing ever because nobody has ever heard of it happening there so it was shocking to all of them but everybody was like super excited.
0: <laughs> So how many guests did you invite, and how many were able to make the trip?
1: We invited about 140, I want to say, and we ended up with about 80.
0: Wow, and do you guys live locally, or did everybody have to travel?
1: We do live locally. So we live in Celebration, so we're like two seconds away from everything, and so we had about half were local people that we've met since we moved down here a couple years ago. And then the remainder were all of our friends and family up from up north, which is in Massachusetts.
0: Got it. Okay. Now, how did you choose the caravan stage for your ceremony and your reception venue?
1: We had a, a sit down session with one of the coordinators. And we were kind of figuring out, like I told her, you know, right off the bat, like, Animal Kingdom was my location. I knew that for a fact. That's always where I wanted it to be. And so it was just a matter of finding the location there. I always really envisioned it in like Harambe, like the main street in Harambe, because I always thought that was like the coolest place. I love the whole African theme. And unfortunately, because the, when we wanted to do the wedding, we didn't want it to be super late at night. We couldn't do the main street of Harambe just because of logistics and because the park was still open. So we were walking around and we went through all of the different areas that we could do it there. And some of them were too small for the amount of people we were expecting. and some of them I just didn't like like um, I believe one of them was called Belvedere, which mm-hmm. was the coolest location ever. It's like submerged in um, the area where like all the animals live. So you're like deep in the forest there and it's the coolest thing ever, but everything has to be quiet. Like you could the most you can have for like music or like volume is like a light violinist, I believe they explained it. And I have a loud group of people who are my family and friends. So I knew that wasn't going to fly. So we were trying to figure something out and we were getting to the point where we didn't think that animal kingdom was going to end up working out just because of locations. And we were walking through with our planner that day. And ironically enough, Andrew was who's my husband. He was like, well, what about this place? And they were in the middle of refurbishing the stage because it was where they used to do the flights of wonder show. And she was like, let me give a call to, you know, the park coordinator that helps with us. And he was like, that's perfect. We've never had anybody do anything there. It'd be the perfect location. There's already chairs. There's already lighting. There's a stage. It would be the coolest thing. So um, we were the first ones to do it there. And it was, it was perfect.
0: That's amazing. And then where did you hold your reception?
1: We had our reception right in front of the Festival of the Lion King. So I still had that African Harambe feel. But it was just a little off the path. So since the park was still open, we were able to have the same feeling, but not in the middle of
0: everything. Got it. And did they charge you anything extra at that location for lighting or anything to make it party ready? No, because well, we had
1: the lighting that came with our DJ. So he had like all that kind of lighting, but it was also at night. So it was a little darker, but we had the bistro lighting above it because it's right in between. Like when you walk down that path to go to the Festival of the Lion King Theater, they have all the little light light strings hanging from above. So we had that kind of lighting to help. But the the dark ambiance kind of really worked really well. Um, And all of the tables had, as part of our centerpieces, because we didn't do flowers, they had like little candles. So that kind of gave a little bit more lighting as well.
0: That's wonderful. Can you tell me a bit about whether you had a theme or colors and how you incorporated that? So I definitely had a theme. My theme going in was vintage safari,
1: (laughs) working well with the Harambe feel and all of that. Um, My colors I chose were primarily was wine, gold, and navy with little hints of white and plum. And then I had like slight bits of um, like a burnt orange going on just to kind of tie the whole safari-ish kind of thing in. And they used in all of the floral arrangements, they used a lot of like feathers and cotton pods to kind of bring that whole thing together. Did you guys
0: add any kind of entertainment? It sounds like you had a DJ.
1: Yes, we had a DJ and he was literally the best DJ I've ever experienced in my life. That was uh, one of my biggest worries. Like, you know, along with everything, you know, Disney takes care of you really well, so you don't really have to stress about a lot. Like, I had a lot of little details that I wanted to make sure happened just because I'm crazy and I like to plan everything. But one of my biggest things was DJ. I've been to some weddings where the music is just like, meh, or the DJ doesn't really have a lot to offer. And I am the girl who's on the dance floor from the second the floor is open to dance to the second they tell you, you have to leave. So for me, making sure that I had amazing music was probably one of the most important things next to food for me. And the DJ we chose, I creeped on him on YouTube and I saw him DJ a prom at Epcot. And I was like, okay, if you can do that for prom, you can definitely do that for me. So we chose Scott Messina and he was literally the most amazing DJ I've ever worked with. He was incredibly nice. He listened to every single thing I said and he kept the dance floor going the entire time. Like we didn't have, like I literally had to stop myself and fan myself off. Multiple times because I was like dancing so much. There was not a single song I had to sit down for. (laughs) It was beyond amazing. Other than that, we had the African drummers. They followed through cocktail hour and then they followed along into the beginning of the reception until everybody got introduced. And they were, I've heard rave reviews about them. We didn't really get to see them because we were doing photos, but everybody said that they were super awesome and that it was very unique because it kept the theme there.
0: That's wonderful. Do you have any reception menu items or cake flavors that you can recommend? We had rave reviews about everything we had. I can't tell
1: you how many people told us that the food was the most incredible food that they've had at a wedding before. (laughs) The mac and cheese was delicious. We had a mahi-mahi with like a limoncello sauce, which was delicious. We did filet with like a merlot glaze, which was also incredible. And I think we did a stuffed chicken. That was really good also. But again, there wasn't a single thing I tried that I didn't like. Food overall was really great, and they also work with you really, really well and listen to everything you have to say during the whole process of tasting the food. When we went for our tasting, my mom's very picky, and she came with us, and so you know they fixed some things so that she would try it and she would like it versus my husband and myself who like a larger variety of things. So that was nice. And cake flavor-wise... We were a big, big, big fan of, we did an almond cake with an almond, almond crunch filling, I want to say it was. So it was a lot of almond, but it was delicious. (laughs) Did you guys add a dessert party? We did not. We were going to do like a late night snack kind of after, after the food and everything, but because it was so late in the night and because when everything came out, it would have just been too crunched for time by the time everybody was done with the food and with the DJ and everything. But my mom did add, because I had um, four little kids at the wedding. So I had them all bring them like chocolate Mickey pops in between everything so that they could eat and not be cranky. (laughs) And when my mom saw that, she was like, do you mind bringing those out for everybody else? So we had like a little ice cream cart come and everybody was able to have like a Mickey pop or any of like the Mickey treats. And everybody seemed to love that. I saw a million people on the dance floor dancing around with ice cream bars and stuff. So
0: that was (laughs) really cool. That's awesome. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the day ran?
1: So we started at about, well, my girls and I started to get like our hair and makeup done around like 11. And we got ready at one of the hotels, Boardwalk Hotel. And then around three o'clock, because I wanted to get some really cool pictures with the whole same theme as the wedding. And I knew that getting pictures taken at the park was going to be a whole huge deal because we'd have to wait until the park was closed or open and that would take away from everything else. We were actually staying at the animal kingdom lodge for the night of the wedding because we got that room free with our room block. And so we went at three o'clock and got our photos done there and finished getting ready there. And that was awesome. Like the atmosphere for that just flowed so perfectly with everything else. and kind of got you amped up for the rest of the day. So that was really neat. And then once photos were done there, Our ceremony started at 6.30. We got shuttled over around quarter after 6 to the Animal Kingdom and then waited for everybody to get in their seats and hang out. And then everything started. And then once the ceremony happened, everybody was moved over to cocktail hour after the ceremony went off. And the cocktail hour was at the Harambe Marketplace. So still in the same area, same theme. I heard it was really cool. We didn't get to see it because of the photos and everything, but I heard great things to remember about it. Once all of that happened, we took our photos at the caravan stage, all on the stage, because they recently redid it for the new show, The Up Show, which was really cool. After that, we had the catering staff brought us some food, and then we had our
0: reception. Okay, so when you were planning, what were the two or three most important aspects where you focused your attention or you focused your budget? Biggest for
1: me was just making sure, well, Food was really important, so that was something we didn't really want to tamper with. We wanted to make sure that we had as many options as we wanted for food. My husband and I are big foodies, and a lot of people that we're friends with are also, so we wanted to make sure that that was, that was taken care of. We didn't want to skimp on the food. Um, so that's why we did like the three main entrees and you know all of the extra sides and everything, because we wanted to make sure that everybody was fed well. Other than that, the entertainment was really big for me. However, the entertainment is kind of factored into the price. They just give you a list of DJs that you can choose from, and then you pick them. So it's not really like you're adding extra to it. It's That's just all kind of factored in for us. So that was that was nice. And then other than that, like I wanted to make sure that the atmosphere kind of flowed really well. So making sure that we had the right elements for everything and making sure that everything was very cohesive was big for me. So I made sure I worked really closely with Heather from Floral to make sure that, you know, our centerpieces worked really well with everything. And, you know, all the bouquets and the boutonnieres and everything just kind of was cohesive throughout from ceremony to cocktail hour to reception.
0: Got it. And then what aspects were less important where you saved your money or you saved your time?
1: I feel like I'm not a crazy picky person when it comes to, you know, like a lot of little minute details. Like if it's something that's really important to me, like I will put my time and effort into it, but I wasn't going to go crazy over, you know, panicking about the table numbers or anything like that. Like I, if it was something super important to me then I would make sure I took care of it myself and let them know. I didn't want to stress over that kind of stuff. So I tried to keep it as streamlined as possible, I guess. And I guess the Biggest thing for me, I don't, I actually don't really know. I don't think there was anything that wasn't like super, super important. Everything kind of, kind
0: of worked out. <laughs> so what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Probably the
1: favorite part was definitely like the dancing and like the, the feeling everything was during the reception, like the dance floor and just all of that. Cause it was, it was just perfect. But I think the part that like everything like kicked in and hit and everything I was just like, okay, this is happening and this is beyond incredible. Like this is everything I could have ever imagined is the moment they played the song that I was walking down the aisle to. I went way off base for that. I didn't choose like the typical song for that. I I walked down the aisle to the circle of life because I wanted to tie everything all together. So the second they played the beginning, like the beginning notes of the song, I was just like, all right, this is it. And it just, it, that moment will always be ingrained in my memory because the second that started, everybody started to clap and it was just amazing. (laughs)
0: That's so great. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
1: Not a single thing. Everything came out as flawlessly and as perfect as I could have ever imagined. I was always that girl who always dreamed of their dream wedding and who always thought of, you know, all the little things ahead of time and, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Like, Walking down the aisle to the circle of life had been something I had been, I dreamed up years and years ago. I was just like, that'd be so cool. But like everything I thought of that I wanted beforehand was executed so flawlessly and so perfectly. I don't think that I could have ever imagined anything
0: better. That's fantastic. Is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now?
1: I don't think so, No. I think that everything I did, I loved. I didn't really have any issues or struggles or concerns with anything. As I said, it just worked out perfectly, so I don't think that I would have changed anything or would have wanted to change anything
0: different. And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be?
1: Probably the little things that I made myself do. (laughs) You know, like I I was probably like the, the week of the wedding, I was stressing out about getting like my seating chart done and it turned out to be like five minutes of my life to like get it together and put it and like do it. It just took me like sitting down to do it, but it was just like little stuff like that or like running around to get like the gifts for all of my, my wedding party and everything like that. But other than that, like everything that Disney took care of wasn't stressful for me. So the only stress that I really had was the things that I put myself through because I'm crazy.
0: So do you have any tips or advice for future brides and grooms, especially ones who might be interested in using Animal Kingdom locations?
1: I guess I would say the biggest thing is to stick to what you want. You know, I a couple times during the beginning, they tried, you know, because we weren't sure what we could get with Animal Kingdom. Um, we talked about it a couple times before going to visit the locations, and they said, you know, with what you want and the time that you want it, because you don't want it after park close, you probably would be better off doing your ceremony somewhere else. They tried having me go to the Fairy Tale Weddings Pavilion or like the boardwalk outside. I think they offered like Fort Wilderness or Wilderness Lodge a couple times, and I was very adamant that I wanted Animal Kingdom because that's what I always dreamed of, and we made it work. So I guess just sticking to your guns and making them know, like, this is what you want, you're paying for it, And, you know, like, let's try and figure something out. And we were really lucky because we stuck to what we wanted and we were able to figure something out. And now that we figured out this new location, I've been told by a couple people that they were showing it to other people who were interested in the animal kingdom because it's becoming more of like a predominant place to get married over there. And now they have somewhere brand new to show them. So, you know, if if it's something you're thinking about and if it's something that you are interested in, bring it up. See if they can make it work for you. But ultimately, just stick to what you want and hopefully you'll get it.
0: That's great advice. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's interested in a wedding or a vow renewal at Animal Kingdom. And I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you for talking to me. I appreciated all of this, and it was great talking to you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at Podcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.